Yeah, and Grizzly Adams had a beard. Episode number 39. Three times three is nine, but that's not the fun fact about today. We're going to get right into that in a second. I figured there's news that I have not passed along to you guys yet, uh, the fellow listener, the supporter, the reader, whoever you want to be, you know, whatever you want to be, you can be, and that's that. But before I went home last week on that Thursday, uh, I was up all night Wednesday night because as I'm going to sleep, I looked at my phone, make sure the alarm was on, make sure the cameras were turned on, make sure the car is locked. All the things you do before you go to sleep when you have work in the morning. And I see that Reddit has a notification. I'm like, all right, well, Reddit, it's Reddit. I probably shouldn't open it, but I click on it. It sees my face. So it gives me like the little blurb and it says technical sergeant list, technical sergeant promotion list dropping tomorrow, 8 a.m. And I'm like, I got to click on this because usually they announce it like a month in advance. Like you kind of know when it's coming. And then they tell you like 10 days before, like, hey, we're going to launch it now. And then you, it's a build up, and then they tell you. So I click on this link and sure enough, the Air Force let everyone know that the 23E6 list is coming out in the morning, 8 a.m. Central Standard. And then I see people on Reddit being like, someone leaked the list. Please God, someone leak it. Here's the leak list, but it's a fake list. So I went down that rabbit hole. I slept. I went to bed. I think I slept for like two hours, three hours that night because I just kept waking up, checking, waking up, checking. That day we had a fun run. It was either we went to DEI training, which if you don't know is diversity, equity, and inclusion training for two hours, or we run a Pride Month fun run where they spray the colors all over you and you run a 5K. It was one or the other. There was no option to just go to work. So I decided to do the run being exhausted and not sleeping and it's hot out i do this run get back in immediately on reddit the entire day i'm on reddit so trying to figure this out i'm like people are gonna know and you start getting notifications from people saying like oh my leadership told me my boss told me my supervisor told me if you haven't found out now you probably didn't make it this and that so i'm like damn it man i'm trying to fucking find out and then i waited about four o'clock we leave at 4 30 and i'm i wouldn't say i was in a bad mood but i'm like i didn't make it like they would have told me and then sure enough the entire front office comes in and they're like oh hey you know just saying hi before the long weekend and by the way uh staff sergeant donahue can you come up here real quick and i see the little envelope i'm like oh fuck yeah i made it so the good news being there is that i am getting promoted to technical sergeant instead of staff sergeant in the united states air force so that is a weight off my shoulders good news obviously i have honestly i'm not (laughs) There's nothing I do that I I think I'm a technical sergeant for, but when I talk to like new airmen, younger airmen, I'm like, I do know a lot of Air Force shit. I have been doing this for like almost seven years now. I kind of know a thing or two, I want to say. So yeah, that's the good news I got right before going home. Obviously, everyone's happy. Everyone's excited. But it's not like I, I got promoted on that day. I just got the notification I'm going to be promoted. So I still have to wait a few months because they only do a certain amount of people each month. And my number is on the back half. So they do, I think there was 5,000 people roughly. And over the next 12 months, they'll promote everyone in that 12 month span. So it could be my number's 3696. So a little on the back or back half. So I'm thinking March, April, June of next year. We'll see. Could it go for could go faster, could go slower, but I'm not officially a tech sergeant yet, but in the future I am guaranteed to be one. So that's the good news that I didn't share with you guys. Kind of forgot because we didn't record on Friday because I went home. Yada yada yada. But with that being said, we're gonna jump into episode 39 and this date in history, July 11th. History has 
So on July 11th, 1804, one of the most famous duels in American history occurred between Alexander Hamilton, one of the founding fathers of the United States, and Vice President Aaron Burr. Hamilton was mortally wounded in the duel and died the next day. The duel happened in Weehawken, New Jersey. And then fun fact about the number 93, the number, oh, not 93, 39. The number 39 is an odd number and is the sum of consecutive primes. 13 plus 17 plus 19 equals 39. This means that 39 can be expressed as the sum of specific prime numbers, which are numbers that only have two distinct divisors. One and the number itself. Let's connect some dots here. Alexander Hamilton was instrumental in designing the American financial system and was also the founder of the Federalist Party, the world's first voter-based political party. Hamilton's influence on the U.S. government system is immense. His face adorns the U.S. $10 bill. If we take the number 39 and split it into 3 and 9, we can create a connection. The third U.S. president was Thomas Jefferson, who was the president at the time of the Hamilton-Burr duel. Now, the 9 connection. Hamilton is currently featured on the $10 bill, but before 1929, he was on the $1,000 bill. I had no idea we even made those. And the only two denominations between these two are 5 and 20, whose digits add up to 9. 5 plus 2 plus 0. How the fuck did they get that math? 5 plus 2 plus 0 is fucking 7. <laughs> right? I don't know. Anyway, in a way, you could say that the number 39 is split into three and nine symbolizes Hamilton's connection to both the presidency during this time and the U.S. currency. Let me read this again. Hold on. He was on the $1,000 bill and the only two denominations between two are five and 20, whose digits add up to nine, five plus two plus zero. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Anyway, we're moving along. We're going along. So as you can see, we mentioned Thomas Jefferson in there, the president during the Hamilton-Burr duel. There goes Brady again with his, his bottle. And Thomas Jefferson was the third president. So with that being said, he wasn't a good guy. <laughs> he was a little bit problematic, as we say. If he was around today, he might be elected just based on who we elect now and whatever, but he would not really be a politician, and he probably wouldn't be looked too fondly upon based on the shit he pulled back then. So, Thomas Jefferson, founding father from Virginia, all that good stuff. He was a slave owner and had very racist views we're going to get into. He had uh, very problematic policies towards Native Americans. He relied heavily on enslaved labor for personal luxury and status, and he did not have a favorable view on women's voting rights. So the first one, the slave ownership and racial views. He was kind of contradictory in a lot of the shit he said. So Jefferson was a lifelong slave owner, despite his famous declaration that all men are created equal. His personal and societal status were built on the institution of slavery, a profound contradiction that presents a stark dichotomy between his values and actions. Jefferson argued that black individuals were innately inferior to whites, especially in terms of intelligence and beauty. Such views contradicted his personal experiences as some of his slaves were highly skilled craftsmen. And Sally Hemings, his slave, bore him several children. So this dude was banging slaves and having children with him. And then I mentioned Sally Hemings. So the relationship between Jeff Jefferson and Hemings is shrouded in controversy. DNA evidence has confirmed that Jefferson fathered Hemings' children, but the inherent power imbalance in the relationship raises significant ethical questions. So this dude was banging slaves and having kids with them. Freak. 
And then he also had problematic views on or views towards Native Americans. He had an expansionist, expansionist, expansionist. Why the hell am I dropping an SH in there? Expansionist. That's it. Expansionist vision. As president, Jefferson pursued policies of westward expansion, which led to, to the displacement of Native Americans from their lands. His vision of America as a nation of yeoman farmers required usurping Native lands. Jefferson's belief in the assimilation and civilization of Native Americans resulted in policies advocating for their removal and displacement, which eventually culminated in the Trail of Tears under President Andrew Jackson. Shout out to all the tears. And that slowly but surely led into historical whitewashing. The policies he instituted had devastating impacts on the Native American populations and are often underemphasized in popular narratives, contributing to a whitewashed portrayal of Jeff- Jefferson's presidency. Because everyone always like, oh, Jefferson was cool. I like the name Jefferson. Turns out he was kind of a dick. And he didn't really believe the shit he said. Not saying he was a total, totally bad guy. But you can't have slaves. You can't say all men are created equal and then continue to have slaves. And you definitely can't be banging a slave and then just lying about it your entire life. So he relied heavily on enslaved labor for his personal and political gain. So Jefferson's high standard of living made possible by the labor of his slaves, starkly contrasting with his frequent financial debt. His societal status and personal comfort were predicated on the forced labors of others. So he only got rich because he had slaves and didn't have to pay him anything. The public perception of Jefferson as a man of the people contrasts to his personal reality. This discrepancy reveals a profound contradiction in his legacy often glossed over in popular narratives. And then he had a problem with women as well. So he had sexist beliefs. Jefferson believed that women were naturally inferior to men in reason and strength, leading him to argue argue that they should be excluded from political life. His views, though typical of this time, are seen as deeply sexist by modern standards. That's what I mean. This guy wouldn't last. He'd be me too in a minute. So education and gender roles. Jefferson held restrictive views on women's education, seeing it as a tool to improve their roles as wives and mothers, rather than a means to an intellectual independence or career achievement. This dude was one of the old get back in the kitchen, you're better at it than I am type of dudes. Jefferson's sexist views and beliefs are often underplayed in popular narratives, contributing to a simplified and incomplete portrayal of his life and work. And I didn't really know this until recently either. So like, I always thought Jefferson was, I mean, I assume they all owned slaves. The only ones you heard about were the ones that didn't own slaves. And they were usually from North. They were on like the New Jersey on up types. Didn't own really, you never heard of them owning slaves. But I never made the assumption that the ones in the South were owning slaves. And then I was like, well, it kind of makes sense because... Go to the South now. Go to South Carolina and just hang out. You know what? Go deeper than that. Go to Mississippi and you can see the clear divide in the white side of town and the black side of town. It's clear as day. Like you don't go on one side, they don't go on the other. It's it's pretty pretty obvious. So it kind of makes sense now when you look back and you're like, oh, well, it, it would make sense that the Southerners had slaves, like the Southern founding fathers and the popular people from history. That lived in the South, you come to find out they had slaves. So that's pretty wild when you think about it. But yeah, this guy wouldn't last a second uh, in the modern age. He had way too much shit going on, not believing in women, obviously banging a slave, having slaves, and then sleeping with one of them and having children, and then denying it, and then getting proven by DNA is some shit you hear on fucking Maury. You know? So I don't think this guy would last that long. But he was an important part of founding the country. So the good outweighs the bad. Who knows? Who am I to say? But just saying, he, there's a, probably a bunch of other people. We probably make this whole segment, whole weekly segment of bad people in history that we think are just good. Probably have to come up with a better name than that, but we can work on it. And that's going to move us right along. We're going to wrap this one up quick because I know I've been fucking dragging ass on a couple of these last podcasts that have been going. 
One was 50 minutes on Sunday. Yesterday's was like 25 minutes. So we're going to wrap this one up. And we're going to go with the random question of the day brought to you by ChatGPT. So here is a challenging question for you to consider. Is it morally acceptable to tell a lie if the results in someone's happiness or protects them from emotional distress? Or does the principle of honesty hold that truth should always be told regardless of the circumstances? So I actually have two examples of this. So I remember being little, I was in the back of my mom's car or back of my dad's car. He was driving, she was in the passenger seat. I was in the back and I don't think any of my brothers were with me. I think it was just me. I don't know where we were going, but we're on Jamaica Ave in Medford. And I remember this clear as day for some reason. I have no idea why. We're, I think we were at the DMV for something. I was like maybe eight, nine. Like I barely remember it. But I remember asking, is it okay to lie about someone's food? Because I think we just ate somewhere the night before. Something happened with food. And I remember asking, it's okay to lie of someone's food because the food wasn't good. And they explained that it's okay to lie if you don't want to hurt someone's feelings. It's a white lie. That's when I got the definition of a white lie. Like that's a white lie. It's not going to affect anybody. It's going to make someone feel good. So I think everyone kind of carries that around with them. Like if you go to someone's house for dinner, you got to be a real asshole to be like, yo, this food kind of sucks. Especially if it's free, you know, like, I mean, I've never been to someone's house and they charge me money to eat over. But like, if you're going over to someone's house, you're kind of like a guest, like you're either boyfriend, girlfriend of someone that's there, or you just kind of got like randomly, hey, would stop at this person's house. And they're like, oh, stop in real quick. We just made dinner. Like, do you want something? And you're like, oh, sure. And like, you don't really know the people. And they give you a plate and you got to be a real piece of work to be like, well, this kind of sucks. You know, even if it's the worst thing you've ever tasted, at least fake it. You know what I mean? Like put some in your mouth, kind of do the old you chew on it trick. So you put it in your mouth, you chew on it, then you take a napkin and you act like you're wiping your face, but you're really spitting it into the napkin. And then like just play with the food on the plate. You could be you could be very discreet about it if the food is that bad. Judging by my body, you would think that I eat everything and I do. I've never actually tasted food at someone's house that's like, yo, this is god awful. I've tasted like burnt food and like overcooked steak, but I'm not going to be like, hey, this is terrible. I'm not eating it. I'll still eat it just because I'm being nice. But I guess that's the question is, is that okay to do? Like if someone's food sucks, shouldn't you tell them because you want their food to be better? Should, like you, you should be like, hey, overcooked, undercooked, overseasoned. Like you can mention it, I think, you know, like on the DL, you don't have to announce it to the entire crowd. Or if it's just like you and one of your friends, it's just like I made food for one of my friends. And how is it, man? He's like, honestly, bro, it sucks. <laughs> like, you know, like that's fine. I think that's fine if it's just you and another person. But if it's, you got to guess, read the room at the time. If you're at a dinner party, obviously you can't say the shit sucks, especially if the person put in a ton of work to do it. You can't just say it sucks. Um, I made Thanksgiving dinner once and I don't know if the food sucked or not. I thought it was good. However, you're not going to call your kids ugly. So who knows if the food was good or bad, but I walked away from saying to myself, I can make I can make dinner and I'm a great cook. And I think I'm a good cook. I worked in a kitchen. I know what I'm doing. I know my way around a kitchen. So I think in the terms of food, hospitality, if someone goes like out of their way to help you or they're being nice on their own, I think you kind of have to lie to them in that situation. You kind of have to be like, oh, thanks for your help, even though they made it worse. Or, you know, I guess you have to draw a line there too. So if like you have a flat tire on the side of the road and someone pulls over to help you and then you come to find out they have no idea what they're doing and they just stopped and now they're kind of making it worse, then you kind of be like, hey, asshole, like leave me alone. But I think if their intention is good 
and they tried to do something and you just got to be nice to them. You got to lie a little bit. You got to tell one of those little white lies. And then when it gets, I guess when you're older and you're in situations where you have like subordinates or something and they're asking a question that you kind of know the answer to, but you don't really know and you don't want to give it to them. There's stuff you shouldn't sugarcoat, right? So like some things you have to just say it. Like you can't really beat around the bush if someone dies or like in my workplace, if someone's getting deployed, you can't just be like, oh, well, you know, we'll see. And then, you know, hey, by the way, you're on a plane tomorrow to the Middle East. You know, you kind of have to hit them with it straight. Like, hey, you're going deployed in three months. We got a lot of work to do until now and like from now until then. So there's there's times when you need to be a straight shooter and honesty goes a long way. But there's also a lot of times when you have to just tell the white lie. Um, can we even say white lie these days? We just talked about Jefferson being problematic and I'm over here saying white lie. I guess we should just say like innocent lie. I don't know. Maybe I guess who knows. We're not going to go down that route. Another good one. I think I did this podcast a while ago. It was like my, it was like the fifth one maybe of the top things you shouldn't say to a woman. And one of the times you need to lie to them is if they spend forever getting dressed to go out to dinner with you on a date or whatever. And they come out of the room and you're like, you're going to wear that. Like that's the kind of shit you shouldn't do. Just tell them a lie. First of all, I doubt they look awful. They probably look really good. And if it's not up to your standard, you probably shouldn't be dating the woman anyway. So like that's that's another situation where you just tell me I look beautiful. Keep it moving. I'm gl- I like what you did with your hair. Uh, did you lose weight? Stuff like that. You know, you schmooze them a little bit and go from there. So that's another instance of a white lie or lying to keep yourself out of trouble. There is one though that's lying, lying by omission. And I don't think this really relates to the question at all. But I had to explain this to somebody at work that they lied to me by admission. And they were like, no, I didn't. Like, I don't even know what that means. And I'm like, well, here's what it means, right? Here's a good example. Here's the exact example of it. So this kid asked me at work, can I go to the gym on my lunch break? And I'm all for it. I go to the gym on my lunch break. I'm like, yeah, go ahead. You can take an extra half hour, 15 minutes because you have to shower if you want to shower, whatever. But you can use the time because like driving to the gym takes 10 minutes getting changed by the time you start working out, warming up. You know what I mean? Like you're already like half hour, 30, 35, 40 minutes in. So it doesn't make sense to give them an hour lunch break. So I always give them an extra time to, you know, warm up, cool off, shower, change back into their uniform, make sure they look good, come back. So I always give them a little extra time. This kid says, can I go to the gym? I'm like, sure, go ahead. I go to the gym too. I don't see him in there. I didn't really think too much of it. He comes back like two and a half hours later. I'm like, hey, bro, where were you? He's I was at the gym. I said, no, you weren't because I was in there and I'm not trying to break. Ugh. Oh, excuse me. Jesus. That's embarrassing. I was like, I'm not trying to break your balls or anything, but you were not in the gym because I was in the gym. Like, did you go for a run outside? Uh, like pretty much where were you? Like, I, you don't, I'm not trying to get you in trouble. I just need to know where you were. He's like, well, I did go to the gym, but I went to the gym that was off base. And I'm like, so you see what I'm saying? Like you fucking lied. And he's like, no, I didn't. I said I was going to the gym. I'm like, that's a lie by omission. And he's like, what's that mean? And I was like, it's exactly that. Like you said you were going to the gym, but you fucking lied about what gym. Or you didn't, you weren't forthcoming in the truth. So if you would have, and I would have let him go too. I would have been like, all right, go ahead. But you still have to be back in a certain amount of time. You can't just use two and a half hours. So then I had to make it clear to everybody in the office that when I say you can go to the gym, it means stay on fucking base. It doesn't mean go to the gym off base. It doesn't mean go to, to Philadelphia for a CrossFit gym and then take your two hours there and then drive an hour back. Like that's crazy. But you know, you have to teach some kids some lessons. And that was a situation where I had to teach somebody lying by omission is the same thing as just lying to me. So now I have to kind of keep tabs on them. Or I did for a little bit. I didn't have to do it for a while. It was like a day or two after that. I think they got the hint like, hey, don't dick around because Sergeant Donnie is not going to 
I don't take well to liars when they lie about stuff like that. Again, white lie. Hey, man, I brought in food. And they're like, hey, it's great. And meanwhile, it sucks. Cool with that. But if I'm like, hey, we're worried. And then you lie, then I have to actually like be a supervisor, be a boss. So that was a good question by ChatGPT. I'm glad we can elaborate on it because some of these are like, it's a whole podcast on its own. So we are going to end it there. Oh, that's the wrong one. And we're going to keep it moving. We'll be back tomorrow. I've been getting in the movie kick lately. So maybe we'll do another movie review. I watched the shitbag movie yesterday. Alien Code. It's on Prime. Awful. Don't even waste your time. Not worth it. It's about an hour and 45 minutes long. I got an hour and 20 in and I still had no idea what was going on. And I was so uninterested in to find out. I just turned it off. I was like, yep, yeah, this movie sucks. See you later. So who knows? what's going to happen tomorrow. And uh, yeah, appreciate you guys listening again. TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is Instagram. I don't know if Substack is counting Instagram as threads as well, because the Instagram numbers have been going up pretty heavy. So we'll see how that goes. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys tomorrow.